Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Welcome to the session live from Modern Times. The uh, Loma Land Fermentorium is where we're at in San Diego, California. Uh, my name's Justin Crosley. I'm your host today. My co-host, uh, as always, at least on this tour, is Beardy. Hi, Justin. One, one word, one name, the beard. You're real creative with those nicknames. <laughs> yeah, the older I get, the better I get at that, <laughs> I think. Um, so uh, today we are at, uh, like I said, uh, Modern Times and with my good friend Garrett Marrero, who's the new owner of uh, Modern Times, yeah. along with uh, the, his new uh, company, Craft Ohana. Yep, Craft right? Ohana, absolutely. That's our, uh, our family, if you will, of okay. craft beer and other beverages. Which we're going to dive into yep. because Garrett has been, since I've known him, has slowly and sometimes not so slowly been building an empire. <laughs> and I've both, in, on the shows recently, I've both been uh, proud of you and talking you up and also making fun of you a little bit for this, this like, Garrett is going to control the world eventually yeah. is my theory. I'm prepared for more fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, that's coming. So we're going to talk about all that. Um, and then helping uh, facilitate this today uh, is, is my new friend, Kelsey White. Uh, is here back on the mainland Kelsey yep, yep. <laughs> happy to be here thank yeah. you yeah. Uh, thank you for being here and for having us and for setting this up for us it's super nice to meet you uh, Kelsey I know you listen to the show so that's fun for me I can make inside jokes that Garrett won't get but you will yeah so that's yeah. cool right <laughs> she'll fill me in but <laughs> <laughs> now Kelsey you were uh, you lived on Maui though prior to moving back for Modern Times? Yep, yep. Uh, I was on island for about five years. Uh, market manager of Maui and Big Island. Got to meet Beardy over there and give him a brewery chart once. Yeah. Made me feel extra special. <laughs> Beardy, will you move that mic just a little bit up toward... Yeah, there, there we go. go. Hers? A little more. A little more. Right about there. Let's try Let's that. Keep settling. Yeah. I can edit this all later. All right, Testing. excellent. Well, thanks for having us, Kelsey. Yeah, I'll tell you, though. Yeah. I was in. Uh, was on a trip when I got the news. Kelsey emailed me and said she was going to be applying for our West Coast sales position, and I, I immediately threw my phone down. I was like, "No, 
Absolutely this is not. unacceptable. Yeah. And then I realized, just, you know, there couldn't be someone that uh, any better to represent Maui Brewing on the mainland because she brings the the love and the passion that I always say you can't teach passion. Uh, and so to bring that here to the mainland uh, and really grow as we started then acquiring Modern Times uh, into her position now, I'm re- very proud of Kelsey. So thank you. Guys. She's gonna cry. <laughs> and you're from? Are you from here originally? Kelsey? No, yeah. Santa Barbara originally. I went to San Diego State and then moved over to Island uh, and then yeah, got into the craft Ohana for life. So okay. yeah, <laughs> for life. <laughs> Excellent. Now Garrett, you are originally from San Diego. Yep, born and raised. I uh, was born at Mercy Hospital, graduated Poway High. Um, literally, like my sister's class and one of the guys, original founders of Blink, were in my high school, Poway uh, High. All right. Yeah, yep. and they're playing tonight. So. And you can get MT pills uh, all through the show tonight and tomorrow. So, oh, no kidding! Yeah, at absolutely. The stadium? Yeah. Is that not a normal? You're not always there. Is it just for Blink? We are now. Oh, okay. No, we are now there as a staple. So yeah, we're yeah. pretty excited to have MT pills on. And yeah, amazing. All right, I do want to thank our sponsor real quick, More Beer, who brings you this show and every show we do. You can go to morebeer.com, get everything you need for home brewing and uh, winemaking and coffee making and you name it. More Beer, like Garrett, does a little bit of everything. So uh, go check them out at, at morebeer.com. Um, all right, so I, I, I want to dive right into the good stuff. So, Garrett, we've had you on the show before to talk about Maui. Yep. Um, and, and Maui has obviously been growing since, you know, from a, from a small-ish brew pub in Lahaina, mm-hmm. right, to now the production brewery in Kihei to, I don't know how many, lo- you have a location on every island, I think? Not yet, yeah. So um, going back to 05, we did about 300 barrels of beer. So by yeah. comparison this year, uh, our combined Craft Ohana will be about 130,000 barrels. So yeah. certainly substantial. Uh, we have two locations on Maui, uh, two on Oahu okay. uh, for Maui Brewing. And then, of course, we have our three locations here in San Diego, yeah. uh, North Park, Encinitas, which is our restaurant, sorry, our restaurant uh, as well as Loma Land here where we're enjoying some beers. And Loma Land is the main uh, a, a brewery for Modern Times? Yeah, it really is the only brewery. I mean, we have Kurtz, which we went to down the street for our special projects. Yep. Uh, it was largely barrels but and cold brew production. Uh, but this is the only production brewery for Modern Times currently. Okay. So, how much yep. of the 130 is sold in Hawaii? So, uh, God, that's a great question. I think uh, this year it'll be about 80-ish, 85,000 barrels will be Maui, wow. of, of which about 75% stays in Hawaii. Okay. Um, now, as we continue to grow, more production comes from the mainland for the mainland, but not shipped back to Hawaii. So we're really trying to focus on you know, brewing our beer uh, you know, in Hawaii for Hawaii, and you know we have such an opportunity on the mainland that we're you know starting to brew both here at Modern Times and and uh, partner facilities. Okay, yeah. awesome. So are you now brewing Maui beer on the mainland? Absolutely, you yeah, are. Absolutely, are here we it have, comes. We have to talk about this. So get and, so. and here's what I I love that that to learn that you're from San Diego because when I met you, I'm like, oh, this is he's he's Hawaii guy. You're so into the culture there and into the beer being made there. Yeah. And you've always said to me, you know, Maui beer has to come from Maui. Yeah. That's that's what we are. Um, of course, now we've known each other for going on 20 years or yeah. whatever. <laughs> uh, you buy. I, I see in the news. I don't even hear it from you. Yeah. I see in the news you, you buy Modern Times, um, which was somewhat of a struggling uh, situation for them. Mm-hmm. And I immediately go, oh, he's brewing Maui beer on the mainland. <laughs> uh, so tell me. And now, and now you tell me you are. Yeah. You yeah. know, so I think a couple things. One, 
in my youth, I might have said we should never do these things. Yeah. Uh, those would have been, what I meant to say would have been, if you're going to do them, okay. you got to be honest about it, right? And there we, we all go. know there are brands out there that look like they're from a place, but they're not actually from that place and have no real investment there. And I think that's what I really always strived for was that Maui Brewing wanted to have the integrity in the sense of place. So when we say it's brewed in Maui, that can should be from Maui. Okay. You know, we're not going to leave confusion that we're going to list 15 different cities on the side of the can. Okay. Um, you know, and let, let's be honest, 20 years ago, we were both very different people. And, yep. you know, when I'm brewing 300 barrels a year, the idea that I'd somehow be distributing across the world or, or mainland even alone... That was just like not even on the horizon, totally. right? But as we've evolved and, you know, I mean, even the last few years, the world changed dramatically. And yeah. the choice literally became, do we even sell Maui on the mainland or do we make it there? Because those are the only two choices left okay. with, with the way COVID wrecked Hawaii and logistics and shipping and costs. It just would have been, uh, it, it would, you would never have been able to sell the beer at the price it needed to sell for. That makes sense. To ship it from Hawaii to here. And beers like OMG Hazy, Big Swell IPA, they want to be fresh. So brewing them here in a place that is our house, yep. as part of our ohana, that really does make sense. And we are always open and honest about where all the beer is coming from. And sure. that, that sets us apart. And of course, I, I'm, I can say you don't have to. You know, we all know that Kona is not made in Kona or from Kona or cares about Kona, right? So they're not a the sponsor majority, or anything, yeah. so I'm allowed to say all that shit. Um, so I do like that you're saying, uh, well, we're just going to be honest about it. It's still Maui beer. It's yeah. still the beer that we designed and that we made, but you're not going to put like brewed in Maui on the cans that come from here. Right? True. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you, our accounting team, sorry, our marketing team, our, you know, everybody is really big on making sure that we're transparent and not giving any idea that the can might have been from there so even like if you come to hawaii at the top of our cans it says island brewed nice yeah we removed that from the cans that are on the mainland even okay. though it's just really a marketing tagline and it sure. still has your origin we removed that because we didn't want anyone to think oh this can's from the island right you know we really wanted to make sure that we go above and beyond we're beyond reproach yep in that regard so because craft beer is about integrity yep. and a sense of place and i think we want to celebrate that and the headquarters of your company of Craft Ohana is still on Maui. Still Hawaii, absolutely, yeah. very much so. So, um, you know, we're we're blessed that we have a great team here at Modern Times and in Maui, and you know, together we continue to grow our, our platform that is Craft Ohana. Okay, all right. I want to dive into how you ended up acquiring Modern Times, but first, Kelsey, can you tell us what's in our glass and uh, describe this beer for us? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is uh, Empty Pills we have here. Uh, we recently rebranded it from the previous version called Ice. Um, so 100% Pilsner malt. We have Hallerto, Blanc, and Saz. But we dialed down the bitterness a lot. So just super crisp, classic Pilsner. And it's now uh, another uh, our new year-round core for Modern Times. It's an excellent beer. Yeah. It's about the second pills I've had. I switched to your Hellas too, just to try them side by side. And Beardy was like, "Oh, like which one? Which one do you like better?" And they're both just solid. I don't, I don't have a fave. Yeah, yeah. we're pretty, one. pretty stoked to have this come out to Hawaii. So, uh, Modern Times will be launching in Hawaii or relaunching, I should say, in Hawaii soon here, uh, and we'll have empty pills in 19 ounce cans. So. Nice. And you'll excited. brew modern times out there, I assume. Eventually, yeah. uh, it's not right. It's, we haven't even started that process just yet, but okay. um, we are already brewing some of the Maui beers here 
Uh, but modern times will make that jump at the appropriate time. Okay, yep. got it. Was Hallertau Blanc always in ice as well, or is that something that you guys added? For I this? believe so. I believe okay. so. I think that we just dialed down the hop edition um, and in the bittering. Okay. Um, so yeah. Awesome, yeah. I, Got some uh, good oglog behind it, too. So. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> I, I like nice. the, the Hallertau Blanc edition kind of mixed in with the very traditional Czech Saws. It's a really nice, uh, grapey kind of hop character to it. It's great beer. It's yeah. been really re- well receive, received in the new uh, yeah. version. So yeah, I love the tall exciting. cans. What, what size can you say is going to be on Maui? The 192s. The 192s. Yeah. We'll get, I mean, all, all sizes, but, uh, yeah. you know, we don't really, we, Maui, Craft Ohana, only 192s currently come from modern times. Yeah. Uh, and so that's another benefit of us being together is that you're going to start to be able to see Maui Brewing Company 192s as well. Right. Uh, brewed here. So I'm excited it. about that. 192 is a good format. I used to make fun of it because it's so random, but uh, it's like the, it's just the perfect amount of beer. Oh, totally. I think. Yeah. Yeah. More, more is better with you. Yes. That's yeah. the perfect amount. <laughs> when it comes to a Pilsner, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So let's talk a little bit about how you ended up here, right, with, with Modern Times. And I know that there's a, a ton of backstory about how Maui has grown, but uh, several years ago, Modern Times... Uh, still to this day but several years ago super strong brand mm-hmm. uh growing rapidly locations from here up to oregon right uh in fact we sold quite a lot of it at uh, the hot grenade yeah. uh, during during COVID. if we got modern times in it was it was gone in a day um and then the brand ran into some trouble um, i think the company ran into some mismanagement and kind of maybe growing too fast i don't know exactly what but at some point they end up literally on the auction block. Mm-hmm. And this is about the time that you arrive. Yeah, it was uh, like two days ago was a year that we were sitting in the auction. Okay. Yeah. So you hear about this brewery coming up for auction. You mm-hmm. probably had ideas already like, hey, I'd love to have something back where I'm from to, mm-hmm. to help Maui grow. And you see that Modern Times, who has great facilities, comes up for auction, and you just immediately go, that's for me? Let's do it. Uh, it was a little... And it stepped back a little further. So where June was the auction, we had already been in the picture since January prior. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, coming out of COVID, uh, you know, I was one of those people I, like, COVID was, it was there, whatever. Let's deal with it. Let's, how do we, how do we come out like a rocket ship as opposed to just survive, right? Yeah. I'm not interested in survival, so I wanted to thrive. So we spent a lot of time figuring out what were the moves we needed to make to continue to grow our company. And we put it out into the ether that we said, look, we're going to be very open and honest that at some point we're either going to be acquired or we're going to acquire a brewery. Okay. It's going to go one of two ways if we want to continue to brew for mainland production. Yeah. Like there's just no, it was unsustainable to do it in Hawaii and ship across the pond. Okay. So we put that out into the ether and like three weeks later I get a call, I'm landing in San Diego uh, and I'd had a dinner the night before with someone who was looking at a West Coast brewery. And I asked that person to punt it to me since they weren't going to be moving through with it. And I had no idea it was modern times at the time. But I get in the Uber, listening to my voicemail, and I had to sign an NDA. And I was here like an hour later. Okay. Um, meeting with the then C- the, the kind of interim CEO, uh, Jenny Briggs. Fantastic lady. Um, so, yeah, that was January. Fast forward to June. Yeah. We were the what they call the stalking horse bidder. And then we got beat out by a lot in the auction we okay. knew what it was worth but the the guys who were against we were against the other two qualified bidders as we all know took it up to a place that they weren't even willing to buy it so, so did you bid what it was worth 
Or did you bid below what you thought it was worth? We bid what it was worth. Yeah. And then I will admit that I may have gone above and beyond where I was supposed to. Okay. Because you, they, you could just see the, where they were going with it. Yeah. I was like, well, might as well get them some more money. And I never expected to get the football back, uh, which I then did. Um, but we were able to renegotiate, or as we call uh, in the M&A world, I've learned, is the retrade. Okay. Uh, so we retraded the deal in September and well, then closed. So, so, the, so you're, you were like second or third place in the, in the first bit round of bid. Third. Third place. Yeah. Third out of three. And the first uh, bid a crazy amount. Of, what was the amount that they bid? So it got bid up to $21 million. Okay. Yeah. Started at 7.62, which was the bid that we set the price at. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we set that price. Was and it? they went up to 21. Yeah. And then, so they won, yep. right? And so legally now it goes, okay, this is your brewery. Yep. And they backed out of that. Well, so it was really interesting because technically the winning bid was 20.1. Okay. Although if you were actually at the auction, the person who came in second actually bid more and it was supposed to be high bid. Yeah. So there was this debate and ended up being like a three week long lawsuit after it. Between those two. Between those two. And at this point, are you like at home, like, well, too bad? Yeah, I was. We were on to other deals. We were looking at other breweries, okay. and you know, I was deciding that, you know, maybe I, maybe we do don't we don't need to do this. You know, something else will come along, and you know, like I've got a great team, and my my lifelong dream of wanting to work four days a week could maybe be realized. Yeah, yeah, I, I love can, that dream. Maybe. I have to say it was an emotional roller coaster for all of us yeah. all summer long. I remember I was working in Vegas market, and I found out from the news that we, that we were uh, placing the stocking horse bid and being, you know, majority of my time in San Diego too, was just over the moon yeah. to be working with the, with the brand and just yeah. everything they said, you know. That was hard too, because I couldn't even share with you what yeah. was happening. I was like, strict NDA. Wow. Yeah. I was like, we got it. We did it. We yeah. got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Was Modern Times always going to auction and you just made the first bid because of your discussions in January? Or so, yeah, so our discussions in January leading up, they were looking for the stocking horse bidder. And the stocking horse bidder in this process basically is the person that sets the base price. Okay. So that you kind of weed out the chaff, if you will, and you make sure that it's a, and you define the rules too. So okay. you get to not only set the base price, but you get to set the, the rules by which everybody else has to play. Oh, so, so it is a bit of an You are playing chess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, it comes with first rights of refusal. It comes with breakup fees. So, you know, fast forward to June. Um, you know, actually it was July 1st. I'm literally hopping on a plane to go to a beer festival on Big Island. And I get a call from the lawyer. You're never going to believe this. You know, the, uh, un, uh, the other brewery who won uh, just didn't close. And it's now back to you. Amazing. And I was expecting that day to get a check for a fee that was like, a pretty oh. nice fee for, for, for having been the stocking horse bidder. So while I'm expecting to be liquid, I was not. I was <laughs> now, like, they're, now they're waiting for a check yeah. from you. They're like, yeah. hey, no, it's tea. <laughs> and it's to me at the price that I promised I would never go to. <laughs> so, yeah. so it wasn't at the pri- it wasn't at your original bid? No, it was at the, the backup bid. So we agreed okay. to be backup bidder okay. at a price of 15.3. Okay. So more than double, almost, yeah, more than double what we had paid or we had set the price at. We felt that 12-ish range would have been a top bid for us. Yeah. But seeing that the way they were bidding, I was like, well, we might as well help out Modern Times and you know, bid it up, and I want to see where this goes. I see. And so then our backup bid is what we, were, we had to honor until we retraded, and we ended up at 10. 
okay. This is all public information. Oh, okay. This is not for yeah. self-aggrandizing. This is just Understood. all. Yeah, that's outside. why I'm asking so. you. And yeah, I read a lot of this also, but I did wanted to hear it from you also because of the drama unfolding and like how yeah. that felt. Because yeah. in the end, then, even though it was a bid higher than you ever wanted to go. To me, it's ended up looking like a bargain. Yeah. It ended up looking like you really came out on top. We ended up lower than we were willing to pay. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, at the retrade. Yeah. So it worked out in everybody's favor for sure. And, you know, I don't want to speak on behalf of my teammates here at Modern Times, but, you know, from the stories that I heard, the winning bidder was not well received here. Okay. And yeah. I don't want to cast any aspersions on them either, but sure. it just wasn't going to be a match yeah. culturally. And uh, when it came out, when we, we took some time to before we confirmed our bid, there were some things in the background happening. And when we confirmed it, everyone, I think, felt a sense of relief yeah. that it was us. Because, you know, we've spent a lot of time in this industry building our reputation and, you know, what, what craft means to us and yeah. how we conduct ourselves in the industry. I mean, you've seen us grow from, you know, when I was 26 when we started. And yeah, you, man. You've seen us since that day. So, you know, we're, you know, we've always been really keen on making sure that we're transparent, that we have our sense of place, and that we're all about quality and innovation. So, sure. you know, how we conduct ourselves in the market, I think, is what gave a lot of uh, relief to our teammates here. Yeah. yeah. During that whole process, was Modern Times ever closed? Did they stop production? Was, were, were the doors locked at any point? So, doors weren't ever locked. Uh, production never really stopped. Okay. Uh, but production was restrained by capital. Right. Yeah. The right hops, like you know, I'll be honest. I mean, before we came in, the hops that were on the can weren't necessarily what was in the in the beer wow. and production volumes. And it was like, okay, we got enough money for cans, but we don't have enough money for malt or you know whatever it might be. Just balancing. And it was just that you know capital constrained situation that when a company finds themselves there, they're it's a painful spot. Right. Yeah. So for you then, okay. So you're 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 the you're the low bid. You don't win. You find out you do. You just you have to call your banker and say, "Hey, so remember that seven I talked about? <laughs> yeah. It's not that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. How does that go?" Well, so if it, seven came about for an interesting reason, one we want to look really smart, so we came up with seven point six two because it sounds like we plugged all this data into this crazy algorithm yeah, yeah. and it spit out this is the precise dollar amount that this company's worth. Because mm -hmm. love it. My gut would have been to be like, "Yeah, six million. Okay, even yeah. numbers. I love right. even numbers." Yeah. But 7.62 sounded better. and I got, Sounds you know, like ChatGPT spit it out. Right. Like it's yeah, very, totally. you know, we sounded smart for yeah. our first M&A deal. Yeah. And all it was is like it's a 7.62 is the, the millimeter equivalent of a 308. Okay. That's <laughs> so all it was. It was like I couldn't bid 308, so I yeah. went with 7.62. Okay. And it felt like a fair number given this, the position they were in yeah. and how much capital. So 7.62 still meant like $18 million raise for... CapEx for working capital for all the other things. Okay. So, um, you know, but we, we felt comfortable in that 12 range. We ended up at 10. Yeah. Um, and then we did call our bankers. So we were in a strong cash position. You know, okay. God rest his soul, Russell Adkins, our, our former CFO who passed uh, yeah. during COVID um, uh, out of the blue. You know, we had set ourselves up for a storm. We knew there was going to be a recession. Okay. We didn't know pandemic. So we were in a good, healthy cash position. So we were able to move forward on those deals without having to go to the bank. Wow. Uh, and part of our, our retrade included a uh, financing package from the selling bank. Okay. So, you know, it was, uh, it was a sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
you get you get it right every time. So this is the other thing. This is the other thing I make fun of you about. I don't make fun. I say when people ask my advice about the industry because I've been doing this for a little while, right? I say I don't know. Ask Garrett. Like he's the one you ask about how to do things. Just I think that the moves you make are savvy. They're smart. We're gonna take a little break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about some of that because you've also diversified so much so many different products yeah i'm pretty sure you now sell maple syrup for god's sake like i learned that today actually <laughs> yeah. so yeah he, he yeah. accidentally sells maple syrup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. all right you're listening to the session live from modern times at the loma land fermentorium and we'll be right back with garrett Moreira. all right Welcome back to the session. Thank you for hanging out with us today. We are still live from the uh, Modern Times Loma Land Fermentorium, the the main Modern Times brewery. The Modern the, Times. The Modern Times brewery. A brewery. How many barrel brew house you have here? Uh, it's a thirty here. Thirty. Oh, it's yeah. a big old brew house. You yeah, got manual. Yeah, a thirty yeah. barrel manual. Brewery. <laughs> it looks like a manual brewery. You know, yeah. it's a very hands on yeah. place you got here. These guys work very hard. I All can the tell. Men and women here, are crushing. So. That kind of brings me to my, my next question, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer. In previous shows, um, I, I, again, made fun of you a little bit. I was like, he's not keeping Modern Times brand. He's buying a Maui <laughs> brewery. But then I kind of sat down and rethought that, and we talked about it at the beginning of the show. The brand is super strong. So, Absolutely. Uh, but I am asking, I know you can't, I don't know what the, the future holds, and maybe you don't either, but you really do have the intention of keeping Modern Times as its own brand. Absolutely. Uh, Craft Ohana exists to bring the two families together. We, we initially even looked at Maui Modern Times being the, the company. We said, oh, well, which one goes first? Yeah. And what do you tell the team that's second? How do they feel? Right. And then we said, well, if we're buying one brewery, who knows what the future holds? Maybe, we need, maybe in the future there'll be another brand yeah, or yeah. a cidery or something else. So we said, well, let's create Craft Ohana. I got to give that one to Junk, our uh, chief commercial officer. Nice. He came up with the name, uh, he, and we, it stuck because it gives us the platform to really be our version of Canarchy, right? Where Canarchy yeah. had that vision, right? Craft Ohana really kind of speaks to how Maui works and how Hawaii works. What right? does it mean? Ohana is generally family. Okay. Right? And so we're all kind of one team, one dream. But, you know, we're all individuals as well. And bringing the best of what the brands have together, that's what Craft Ohana is meant to celebrate. Okay. And absolutely. Yeah, the Modern Times brand isn't going anywhere. Um, I'd be completely honest with you. I think the way California's government has set things up to do business here, yeah. we would not have picked California as the place to open a brewery. You know, but Modern Times is just a great team, such a great brand, and, and of course, amazing beer that we're like, that has legs. Like, we can bring that back. I mean, you got to remember in 2018, Modern Times was bigger than Maui Brewing. Yep. Right? By, by quite a bit. Okay. By like 20,000 barrels. Okay. So, we just saw the opportunity to bring two great brands together under one roof. Yeah. Uh, but it is absolutely not going anywhere. Um, True story, I did not like Hazy IPA Yeah. Uh, when it first came out, especially. <laughs> and I was gone for like three weeks, and I come back, and uh, we had this Hazy IPA on tap at uh, Maui Brewing. I was like, what is it? we didn't brew a Hazy, and it was a collaboration we had done with Modern Times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so our Maui's first Hazy was a collab with Modern Times. While I was out of town, Kim was very artful in her scheduling. <laughs> nice. And yeah. I tasted it, and I was like, oh, God, I hate it because I love this beer. And it really changed my mind about what Hazy IPA could be. Yeah. And okay. here we are today brewing Maui Hazy IPA at Modern Times. I love it. Shout out to Kim. She's yeah. a wonderful, wonderful person and brewer also. 
Uh, okay, so and, and here's the other reason I sort of backed off on thinking that you were going to kill the brand. Uh, it actually provides you so much more uh, identity than Maui has. Like, it's a different brand, and you do different things. And I started to think, like, yeah, actually, it's like another creative outlet for you. You can let Modern Times do what they do that doesn't fit what Maui does, sure. right? They are, like you said, they're very different breweries, very different brands, mm -hmm. even though now you're making them the same family. Yeah, So, absolutely. like, we were at the Barrel Room today, right? And, like, the, the barrel aging that they do here, um, the different uses of adjunct that, that made Modern Times super popular, mm -hmm. the membership program that gets those beers. Like, it's a very different animal that allows you something else to do. Absolutely. You did see the luau happening oh, in yes. the parking lot, yeah. Justin, right? So you yeah. got to bring it together a little yeah. bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the Ohana part. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, we saw, we, we saw exactly that. You know, what, what Modern Times was known for were not the beers that Maui's known for. Yeah. Now, Maui diversified into Beyond Beer uh, much earlier than most, right? We, uh, even back as 2013, started changing laws to be able to not only brew beer, but distill spirits, make seltzer, make even, we have a wine license so that we can make oh, nice. cider, um, you know, all the things, RTDs, you name it. Um, you know, diversifying into more beer was kind of like, well, we do a hazy, but Modern Times has such great hazies. And then yeah. we don't do really the Imperial Stouts. And I mean, you got like, you know, I know we're going to try the final course later, but you know, yeah. with Kyle and the special projects team, what they're doing over at Kurtz, unreal yeah. stuff that we don't even have and like I said learning that we even bottle and sell maple syrup once a year because of our <laughs> maple syrup beer I was like that totally makes sense but I didn't know that yeah um, and, and then you already started scheming about how you're going to add on to that by putting the spirits uh, right because we have Kupu our distillery the the synergies between the two I mean any brewer that does barrel aging like your the bane of your existence is getting fresh and still wet barrels that will hold liquid, Yeah. right? Yeah. And now that we, we own a distillery in Hawaii, so being able to send those barrels over here yeah. to make cool new shit for right. craft beer drinkers that love the brands, that's really the ultimate, right? Because we can pass back and forth and feed off of that energy yeah. to, to a mutual success for everyone. And you know who really wins in that? The craft beer drinker. Right. You could get to geek out between a team of really talented brewers, distillers, dare I say, seltzer makers and others, you know, <laughs> yeah. to really do some cool shit. Aren't you going to do, like, non-alcoholic beer, too, out of Maui? You're doing everything. We, so we, we have one we've developed. Okay. Um, we hit a, hit a rough patch with the being able to produce it in, in mass, and so we're, we're working on that. But we, have a, we, had a, we did a non-alcoholic Maui lime lager. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you, this was last August. We had it on tap for the whole month, and I drank nothing but Maui lime lager NA. Nice. Fantastic beer. Um, definitely looking forward to having that back. See, those are the things when people ask me, what's next, what's the future? I go, I don't know. You go ask Garrett. Non-alcoholic <laughs> seltzer. Yeah. Absolutely. No kidding. That's where it's at. Non-alcoholic seltzer. All right. Tell us about the beer that's in our glass right now, which is Maui Brewing Sunshine Girl Golden Ale. Oh, so Sunshine Girl. Well, we should turn this over to you. for You're, you're going to be selling it. And what's the announcement we have to make today? Uh, yeah, hang on, Kelsey. There you go. Am I here? Yep. yep. Okay. You're here. Um, yeah, so this is actually coming to Southern California uh, beginning of July for the first time, so we're pretty excited about that. Nice. This was one of our limited releases on island for, God, I don't know. 2019, I think, we came out? Yeah. yeah. And then in 
Well, I was just looking up uh, in 2021, January. That's when we first found out it was going to be a year-round core. Mm -hmm. So um, by popular demand, really, it was one of the best tasting beers in our tasting room. So year-round core in the state of Hawaii and now available in July all over California. So nice. Yeah. There's no fruit in this beer. It's no. Just, that's all because it, it's really it's fruit forward, yeah. but it's from the hops. Yeah. yeah. And that's Crazy. where, yeah. So it's, it's Cal Ale, um, 4.8%. Uh, I believe it's Laurel, Citra and Eldorado. Okay. Um, but yeah, heavily dry hopped, a lot of character there. So, um, really just crushable, a lot of flavor and a really good beach beer. So yeah. it's a great beach oh, beer. Yeah. Well, that's something too for us. Like, you know, believe me, I'm, as you've been making fun of me for 18 years, so have all yeah. my friends. Yeah. Say, oh, well, why are, you, why are you guys even doing a lager? Everybody wants double IPA. You know, and that was when we started with Bikini Blonde Lager as a core for us. You know, and now shift to t- almost 20 years later. Yeah. And the average craft beer drinker, yes, you're going to crush your Imperial Stouts now and again. But you want a beer you're going to drink two or three of. So, you know, we have got beers that range from, say, 4 to 5% that still are full flavor, deliver everything you want in a craft beer. Yeah, but you can drink a few of them. Totally. Yeah. So Be- has the long game I told you so been your MO for your entire life? <laughs> no, I just, uh, just yeah. recently. And yeah. you know, and just to your earlier point, it's like I was never looking to build an empire. That wasn't the goal <laughs> I set out. I mean, I grew up as a, a poor kid, like put myself through college, like everything we've done, we worked very hard for. But my goal wasn't building an empire. My goal was building a strong foundation that our company can weather any storm that's going to get thrown at it. This is not the first down market we've been in. Um, you know, we looked at the, the, the Great Recession was our first really down market. And we looked at that as an opportunity to how do we build our company then. And that's when we launched Cans. So, you know, we, we leveraged opportunities as opposed to sit there and be like, woe is me, the world's ending, right? And if you look at the best companies in this world, I mean, talking the billion and trillion dollar companies today, they were all started in, in bad markets and bad times, you know? And I, I think that's something that Maui Brewing wears as a badge as well, is like, we scrapped it together. And so like, there's not a person in our company who hasn't worked a lot to get where we are. Yeah. So. And then that takes a, a culture that you create too, to get all of that all those people on board yeah. and in the right positions to help prepare your, yourself yeah. for to the, be the rocket ship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what that sound was that you heard, Beardy, that I haven't heard in a while? Hopefulness. <laughs> <laughs> from who? Me? No, not from oh. you. Got oh. it. No, I was going to say, <laughs> am I feeling, oh, I'm no, running from, a fever? From Garrett. And I, and, I, and I mean that genuinely, actually, even though it sounds sarcastic, that, um, you know, because craft beer is, you know, some people say sometimes that it's dead or that it's stagnant or, but even forgetting about craft beer for a second, just getting through what we've been through for the last couple years and that there's a recession constantly looming. There's just a lack of hopefulness and you sound so excited and hopeful and like ready for what's next. And it's a little bit rare right now. Get, definitely giving you kudos here. It's nice to hear. I appreciate that, and and it, it's true. Uh, but I'd be lying if I said that that just those thoughts never enter your mind. I mean, we're human. Yeah. But it, I think everybody in this room is more likely to think about how bad things can be than how good they can be. Yeah. And it's just a human condition, right? That we, we we're dealing with right now. And we have the most divided country, in which we all say this every year. Most divided we've ever been. And yeah. You know, beers going down, seltzers up. Well, now seltzers flat, right? Yeah. You got yeah. All these different things. So. I really think it just comes down to, you know, approaching the problems with like a clear mind and, you know, really looking at what 
the potential can be like like why worry about how bad it can be because yes you could just stop doing your job and everything's going to fall away yep but i'm going to fight to the bitter end yeah. right and i think that with the team that we have with the brands that we have with the beers that we have we're set up to win yeah our biggest problem to date after the merger even before merger was not enough beer to meet the demand for our brands yeah yeah and that's a great position to be in so yeah i'm super positive about the future uh but i have that cautiously optimistic part of me as well as you should but you know like i said i grew up broke and so i'm happy to be a scrapper yeah you know, it's just so and then aside from being a scrapper this is kind of a personal question you're talking about focus and like not running away from the problem and just letting it fall apart do you, how do you get that focus, like on a personal level? Are you a meditator? Are you, uh, is yoga your thing? I mean this seriously. Like, how do you find focus like that? Uh, so I'm not a meditator. I've tried, and yeah. I just can't shut my mind off Same. enough to, can't like, get somewhere. Yeah. Um, I have learned a little bit about breathing exercises, which are helpful. Yeah, yeah. But then I get in my head about, like, am I doing it right? <laughs> so then I'm like, I oh, forget it. Yeah. Then you just um, you're breathing wrong. Uh -huh. You know, honestly, it's... Um, it, it really is just work hard and like when you're done for the day just be as we say in hawaii you just got to be pow pow done okay. stop for a minute have a beer relax you yeah. know the love of a good woman helps sometimes yeah um you know just having good friends around all the time um you know but ultimately i think for me like if i need to shut off and get out of my head it's not drinking beer and it's it's working out like i have to get a good workout in okay i think honestly too a lot of things we're seeing in society even right now is like just a lack of health and not not just physical but also mental but so much where your mental health comes from your physical health yeah that if you just stopped for a minute and worked out and did like beet juice for five days i'm telling you you're going to be happier yeah next week than you are today right because yeah. you just your body's going to feel better that makes sense and i mean we we have to do it all the time and just like hit that pause button and then you can get back to it and but you're happier because you don't have to eat beet juice every day exactly right yeah i love beet juice but <laughs> yeah. honestly in our business you better be cleaning out your liver and yeah yeah that's a great way to do it it's a so, true story yeah. yeah i travel with a uh, my own personal juicer <laughs> excellent yeah so i just wanted to ask that because like you said i do think there's so much um unhealthiness including mental health in uh in our industry in every industry in the u.s right now in the western world so, yeah, that's just something I've kind of always thought about, how you, how you gain that focus. Yeah, it's, and I love to cook. I mean, I, I love being with friends. I mean, but at the end of the day, you got you to gotta separate yourself from what's stressing you out and go somewhere where you put your focus in. Like, you know, I learned to fly yeah. as well, and that's another place where I can... You're flying a plane, you can't think about the other things. Mm -hmm. that's a, a, it's a mental hazard if you're flying with your mind elsewhere right so you need to be present and that helps to kind of force the meditative state that yep. i'm incapable incapable of putting myself in naturally yeah i can't do it either my shrink he started to recommend uh, meditating to me and he goes oh no never mind you have add that'll never yeah. fucking happen <laughs> uh, so i gave that yeah. up really quickly yeah, yeah. Uh, but you do have to find things to, to focus and then also just since we're talking about health i actually think that's part of why na beer is having this resurgence or surgence and and might be the future because people are as much as we love our our beer and our alcohol right we're starting to become a little more conscious of what it's going to do to us in the long term right sure. which is hard to be an alcohol producer and think about it at the same time so is that part of why you adopted uh, maybe getting into non-alcoholic non beer 
Not necessarily. I mean, I it, it's part of it, certainly. But I, I think for me, too, it's just... You're trying not to be all things to everyone, right? There's no yeah. way we could do everything. What we're going to do has to be it. purposeful, <laughs> yeah. and it has to make sense. Um, but that fits a segment for us where when we started Maui Brewing, the idea was that we would offer beverages that people were drinking back home yeah. that they could, were coming to visit Hawaii, right? So let's offer you a local alternative of what you have back at home. Okay. That was the simple premise, right? So being able to offer something like an NA that's actually someone wants to drink, mm -hmm. that makes sense for us, right? We yeah. want to keep that, you know, that, that better mousetrap concept, if you will, right? So you stay inside. Now we support breweries like Athletic and others that make non-alc beers. Um, you know, we're legal, but you know, having our own in-house also makes sense. Heck yeah. So. All right, let's do this. Let's take another quick break. We've got some more beer to try, and I think we're going to get to try some Kyle's beer before yep. we end this show, too, right? We've got to do that. Uh, who, who runs the, what, what's the program you called over there? Special Just, Projects. Special Projects yeah. program yeah. over there. So we'll do that, uh, plus some others. We're, we're still here at Modern Times, the Loma Land Fermentorium. Hang in there. This is the session, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the session. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today at Modern Times. We're at the Loma Land Fermentorium and uh, having a great time talking to my friend Garrett, uh, drinking some good beer. Uh, I think the beer in our glass right now, actually, before we get to the beer in our glass, um, let's talk about Modern Times is about to celebrate 10 years, a 10, 10 years. year anniversary. Yep. And absolutely. you guys are celebrating that. We are. Um, you know, and I think this goes back to one of your earlier questions like, is Modern Times going anywhere? Absolutely not. You know, we're leaning in and uh, we're super stoked. On July 15th, uh, starting at 2 p.m. here, we've got our 10-year anniversary party. Nice. Um, you know, the entire crew's put together an awesome beer list. We've got some, some of the special projects beers coming out as well. So uh, highly recommend if you want something unique that you can brag to your friends that you got to have it and they didn't, be here July 15th at 2 p.m. Okay. Yeah, we'll be here. Uh, the entire leadership team from Maui. We've got a few more people coming out as well. So we're pretty stoked. Nice. So, yeah. I love that. And, and I didn't realize that Modern Times had been around for 10 years, too. They seem like such a... This is actually part of the power, I think, of the Modern Times branding. Yeah. It feels so young and modern. Yeah. Literally. That's timeless, really. I mean, yeah. uh, that, and that's one of the things that attracted us was the branding, you know, where it's got this... Where it has this sense of timelessness yeah maui has a sense of geography and place sure right yeah. so if you look at the places those fit you know between our brand families we can really go anywhere i mean we have five different brands in our brand family if you which think are about it so modern times beer modern times coffee okay we have yep. kupu spirits yeah maui hard seltzer and maui brewing company yeah, yeah. yeah. okay uh, we also technically have six maple syrup. island soda oh maple syrup. <laughs> maple syrup. maui maple syrup we just printed business cards now i got a maple syrup purveyor wow it's yeah. by the way folks it's literally we we learned this today like we said it's one barrel of maple syrup sold yeah. a year not very much yeah but i think it would be hilarious if you added it to your card totally, <laughs> totally. Our demand just increased december's only yeah, yeah, yeah totally yeah, yeah. but if you're uh, if you don't follow us yet uh, modern times uh, beer uh, that's the best way to stay up to date on the events and such here as well. Of course, nobody goes to the web anymore, but if, no. you know, it's a last ditch. You could go there. Or your social. Find it on your social. Or find it on social media. You're yeah. actually a big social media person because you not only have Maui Brewing's handle, you have uh, Maui Garrett yep. handle. Yeah, that's me yeah. on the on the, the <laughs> other side of my life. But yeah. you travel a lot. It's so mostly you, travel, yeah. food, dog. And dog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Do you so. still rescue uh, pit bulls? Well, I have one rescue. Yeah. Uh, we have one rescue, Louie, and yeah. he's uh, he's a sweetheart. But uh, I don't have any more dogs in the future right now. Okay. Um, unfortunately, we did have to put down one of our rescues not uh, long ago, last sorry. week, Monday. I'm sorry. Uh, Peely. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, pit bulls are the... The most loving dog you'll ever meet. Yep. So. We just rescued one uh, back home, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an old old boy, but he's a good boy. Yeah, same with Louie. He's an old boy, but a good boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, tell us about the beer that's in our glass, which I think is, is it the first Maui beer canned on the mainland? Yeah, so this is uh, the first beer we've, first Maui beer brewed and canned here on the mainland, at modern times, I should say. Yep. Uh, so this is OMG, so our Orange Mango Guava Hazy IPA. Uh, it is OMG good. It is. I very, love very this good. beer. Um, but it, yeah, it's a Maui recipe or a Modern Times. Recipe? So this is a Maui recipe okay. that uh, our COO and president Scott Metzger, uh, you know, had the idea for OMG because you know we we were the first to use Pog in beer. As Pog is like OJ in Hawaii, it's passion orange guava. Okay. But, you know, as with coconut porter, often imitated, never duplicated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we had to evolve further past that. And so we said, okay, well, everybody's now doing POG. What's next for us? So we came up with OMG, and uh, James uh, and Kim just knocked it out of the park with this beer. If you haven't had it, um, you must try it now. It is on tap here. Mm-hmm. Um, it is now also a core year-round for us here on the mainland. Uh, and it has been the top-selling beer at all of the Modern Times tap rooms wow. uh, since we brewed it here. No kidding. Yeah, it so. is an excellent beer. I, I did see on the menu that it might be a coconut stout on the menu here. Yeah. Have, have, since uh, you guys have, have come together as a team, have you exchanged toasting uh, techniques? Toasting or techniques. Compared? I don't. And not so much toasting techniques, but I, I think we did a first release of a, a beer with coconut right at the outset of our acquisition as well was it was it lava tones lava tones yeah Mm. it was fantastic beer but uh, yeah and i mean this 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 beer itself tells you exactly why modern times and maui are great partners we brought a flavor of the islands to a brewery that knows how to make hazy ipa second to nobody yeah and we and collaboration between between the teams knocked it out of the park so craft beer drinkers this is what i mean when they win they win because of what we brought together, and that's in this glass here. It's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. For sure. And there's fruit added to this beer? Oh, yeah. 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 Orange, mango, and guava. All of it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is a, this is a delicious beer. Right? Even, yeah. And, and I'm, I, I'm not a fruit-forward beer guy, but you could have actually told me, no, most of it's from the hops because it's subtle enough. Like, it's there. It's yeah. present. It's fruit-forward, but it's not sweet. Yeah. Right? It, it, and it's a good hazy. And yeah. based on the last beer that we had that was all hops and still so fruit forward. Yeah. You know, going to this one, exactly. I would have believed you. Like, yep, all hops. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You guys yeah. have it nailed. Totally. Did you say you were here on canning day for this? Yeah. So I looked out moment. from the office upstairs and I was like, oh, there's changing cans. And I noticed the Maui, like it's pretty signature that uh, KVT and our marketing team mm-hmm. has this band at the top that's, you know, that's Maui from across the room. Yeah. And I saw it. I was like, oh, I'm seeing the changeover from like core modern times to core Maui brewing. Yeah. Absolutely. And it was just such a cool feeling because you don't realize how, although that may be a small piece when you when you step back at things like everything we had been through to that point yeah was just like oh wow yeah that's so cool i didn't even you know you're so focused on getting everybody's payroll right yep. and integrating the 401k and making sure all the real things you know happen but then 
to see your beers come together too were like absolutely yeah it was a proud papa moment for sure well we yeah. talked about focus a little bit earlier and and one of the things that i have tried to be deliberate about is if you don't stop and celebrate the moments like and the milestones it always is just what's next mm-hmm. like for a driven person it always ends up being you just tell yourself but what have i done for me lately like what is my next thing so if you don't like stop and enjoy that that happened yeah it, it almost never happened you're just moving on to the next thing totally and so as a business owner that is something i think people need to, to re- you got to stop and do and you're a fast moving company yeah. right like you guys i mean your growth from like one to year one to year five was you know pretty nominal right mm-hmm. But from like year five to now yeah. has been pretty damn rapid, especially yeah. since Kihei opened. Totally. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a perspective. Year one to five, 320 barrels in year one. Year five, we did 12,000 barrels. Okay. So that's a pretty that's pretty good okay. Good growth. Yeah. But then you look at like opening Kihei, we did 22,000 barrels 12, 2012. We did, or sorry, 2013. We did 44,000 barrels twenty. 13 right. or 14 sorry so like doubled again so doubling yeah. the volume at 22,000 barrels yeah. was a huge amount while also but, yeah. opening other brands yeah and other restaurants the, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and so we're yeah we've, we've grown on all sides of the business sure yeah so from a distributorship perspective so like I haven't had Modern Times at the Hop Grenade in a, in a little while. Yep. Right? And I don't think that it's not available up there, but it was less available. Yep. Is that something you're working back towards, getting back into all the markets too? Uh, not all the markets, but yes, your market. Thank uh, you. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's coming. It's, just, it's been supply chain. I think we talked about our can line issues earlier. Uh, there was, you know, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A function of distressed cash flow situations mean that maintenance gets put to the wayside, right? If it doesn't have to get fixed, it doesn't get fixed. And you're certainly not preventing maintenance, right? Preventative mm-hmm. stuff. So, right. you know, we've been battling a, a can line that's been down for largely for a couple weeks now. We've got technicians in this week. Uh, the entire team here has been working diligently to get that fixed and up and running. But that was, that was a function of the way it was managed prior, right? Sure. Where mm-hmm. we put our money into, you know, equipment and maintenance and our people, and there just wasn't the money to do that before we took over. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we'll get past that and we'll be able to supply our wholesalers. We've largely united our footprint. There are some places we're in different houses and you know we either unable to come to terms or just didn't make sense to move. Yeah. Uh, there have been places where Maui moved into Modern Times House. Yeah. And there have been others where Modern Times moved into Maui's. Okay. Mm. And are you still a distributor on Maui, bringing beer back and forth? No longer. We, no longer. we did okay. shed one thing. You so, shed. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you have to oh, shed. Sometimes you have things. to. Yeah. yeah. You do so. have to sleep. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, you know, and I, this is... You're getting lazy, Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not 26. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what it is, is you learn what you're good at. And, yeah. and, and you know what? It's weird. The good thing, the things you're good at are the things you actually like to do. Sure. And... This is never going to take the credit for this because it's like I get to sit here, but it's because, you know, people like Kelsey and Kyle and Cameron and Jake and all, all the people here and back in Maui that actually make it work. Mm-hmm. My job is to kind of put the business units together in a fashion that actually cohesively makes sense. Sure. They're the best at those jobs. I'm not mm-hmm. definitely not the best brewer here. Mm-hmm. You know, I could probably I could work on the can line better than I can work on the brew house. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. But putting the right people together to make those things happen, that's a skill set that I have. Yeah. And where we have a retail division, which is all our restaurants, Mm -hmm. that's run by Chris Tebow uh, and Jeff Martin, my partners on the restaurant division. They do that, right? I do, I run the 
you know, the, the brands as a whole. And Scott is our president of the brewery division yeah. and oversees all brewing operations, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then in both houses, we have Kim, VP of Operations Hawaii, Rob, VP of Operations California. Okay. So we have experts doing their jobs really well, mm-hmm. which make me look good, but yeah. it's because they're awesome. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. running a real company. Yeah, it's weird. It's so weird. Yeah. All I right. used to try to do everything, and I realized I'm not good at it, all of it, for sure. Yeah, no, you got you to gotta let it go and let people yeah. do what they're good at, like you said. Okay, before we bring in Kyle, uh, director of special projects over there, mm-hmm. I, and, and, we, and we let Kelsey go, I just want to ask you, Kelsey, why move back to, to the mainland? Now, I know you're kind of from here, but Maui's... Maui's pretty dope. Mm. So I'm just, were <laughs> oh, you, were you also excited <laughs> about the Modern Times brand? Like, just tell, walk me through the decision. Um, yeah, well, I mean, working on island for five years is amazing. Yeah. Like, and then just to take over more territory on the Southwest, like, was definitely a step up in my career. Okay. And, you know, just being an extension of Garrett, where he can't be all the time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, then um, it has its perks. The mainland after living there during COVID, to be honest. <laughs> so uh, DoorDash sure. is really nice. Uh, yeah. Pumping my gas from not having to hold it the whole time. You know, yeah. little small things like that. Mm-hmm. I guess. So I kind of wondered about, like, honestly, I was thinking about you and thinking about you coming back here. And I've been to Maui uh, so many times. I just love it there. But I did wonder, since I'm only there for short times, so, like. Island fever is kind of a real thing, right? So maybe after a little while, did you feel like, oh, I just need a little more freedom of the mainland? I don't know. No, not really even. Not that. I mean, okay. yeah. I mean, we have great beer on Maui. We have beautiful beaches. I, I didn't really get an island fever per se, but... Yeah, I don't know. There's great Mexican food here, so yeah. <laughs> I can't... I, mean, I can't, I can't I guess, live without you know? Mexican. Yeah. I really Kelsey's being yeah. coy. She... <laughs> Kelsey, I could tell she wanted to grow in beer. Like yeah, okay. this, so rewind to when Kelsey was a, a tasting room attendant and did our tours. Right, she was our tour guide at Maui. <laughs> okay, and I used to love it because where my office is is I, I don't have the office. It's like ocean views. That's our restaurant division has that. I'm in the back and I can see tanks on all sides and then a tree outside my window. <laughs> And I would hear Kelsey stop at the fermenters, our big outdoor guys, and she'd tell jokes that were just like dad joke <laughs> to the max. Yes. And yeah. I would just laugh and like, I you know, I'm like, who is this girl? And so I get to know her a little bit. She applies for the sales position. And I was like, all right, let's just let's get on Instagram. And I look at her Instagram and this woman <laughs> is sitting on the beach. And the last post I saw from her was she's reading about yeast. You know, the, B- okay. the BA publications. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have yeah. water, The Chris hops. White yeast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeast. Yeah. And yeah. This, is, this is Kelsey. And I was like, yeah, that's our girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't teach passion. That, that yeah. was absolutely what sold me on Kelsey beyond the personal side of things. But yeah, yeah. she wanted to grow, and, and, and now she's, uh, she's, she's done that. She's accomplished that goal. So, and we'll continue to. I can't believe I'm here right now, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Do you see yourself back in Maui at some point? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Just I mean, I, I just go with the flow. I'm, I'm riding this wave that Garrett created this tsunami. So <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm stoked on it. And yeah, I'm... Maybe I'll once be, your I'll national be. sales. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. National yeah. sales. Now we're I talking. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you did say you're a lifer. There's yeah. A, yeah. Sounds like yeah. a lot of room to grow here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Craft Ohana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, it's going to be exciting. So Absolutely. I'll be around for it. Love it. All right. Well, we've got one more 
beer to try in our glass. Let's bring Kyle over to, to Thanks, talk Kelsey. to us about it. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Thank you so much, Kelsey, and for, for taking care of us here. I, I appreciate it very much. Get to hang out afterward. Like I so, said, I'm in good hands. They, they, yeah, they yeah. know... Yeah, they do it all well. I'm so yeah. Whenever I email Garrett again, you you just said this about how you put the right people in the right place. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, We'll email about personal stuff, but as soon as it gets to work, you tag on like the five people who know what they're doing, (laughs) and then you're like, "Cool, I'll check you later." Yeah, Uh, Yeah. and then Kelsey just takes care of everything. It's really great. (laughs) I texted her on landing today. I was like, "So 4:45 in Loma Land, right?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Nice, nice. Yeah. All right. So Kyle just sat down with us. We got to go check out uh, special projects with him. Um, just a little while ago, the Special Projects Warehouse, which is just right down the road, um, looks to me like more beer in barrels than you know what to do with. But, <laughs> <laughs> but what do I know? Yeah, truly, yeah. There's uh, about 1,100 barrels there. Uh, so many barrels. So uh, a lot to choose from. Yeah, no kidding. Which makes beers like this so exciting. Which... And you said that's kind of like a pared-down version of what you guys used to do. Yeah, so at one point we were probably close to 1,600 um, wow. But, uh, yeah, no secret that we did close down some locations and lost some uh, members of the league. And, sure, okay. And our membership program. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so now we are called down to just a measly 1,100. I feel like that's, that's still one of the largest barrel-age programs in the U.S., yeah. right? I, would I mean, think so. It's got to be. be up there. Yeah. It's serious. You know, maybe New Belgium. Like, I don't know what, but... Yeah. Maybe, uh, yeah, New Belgium, Vinny... Yeah, okay, like, maybe, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's got to be up there. Yeah, 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 definitely. All right, well, tell us, uh, what's the name of the beer, and tell us about the beer in our glass. Okay, this is called Chaos Grid, the final, final course. Nice. So this one Fitting. is, uh, yeah. Chaos Grid in general is a, a blend of Imperial Stouts or barley wine and anything we have. This one's actually kind of unique. It's kind of rare that we actually use five different beer uh, actual brands for okay. a, a single chaos grid okay usually it's a couple of modem tones and then some of this but this one actually has five different beers in the glass right now out of five so yeah the, the entirety of it is a is 20 percent is each uh, a different beer um, this is also one that uh, we kind of throw the kitchen th- kitchen sink at okay. which is all the heavy hitters so Such we got as- vanilla uh, three different types of coconut, okay. almonds, uh, cocoa nibs, okay. okay, and coffee or house roasted coffee. Oh yeah. Oh. So um, how do yeah. you add the almonds to the beer? Uh, the almonds actually come to us roasted and sliced. Uh, oh, okay. We then put it in a separate vessel and spin through that vessel um, onto the uh, bright tank, essentially. Okay. And you do that with each ingredient, like one at a separate. Time? Not separately. Okay. Uh, some go well together. So cocoa nibs and and, uh, and nuts generally go well together because they both take about two days of spin time okay. in order to get their full uh, extraction, yeah, yeah. as it were. Whereas yeah. coconut is more of a three-day process. So I always like to do those on on a Friday and yeah, come to it later. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So you mentioned. So I was asking you about that uh, yeah. when we were at the warehouse at that that you might leave this pump on circulating beer for three days, like you said, which was kind of astonishing to me. Yeah. And you made a statement that I don't think I've ever heard a brewer say. I hope you don't mind me asking, but you said, like, well, the beers are already fairly oxidized, so we're not worried about O2 pickup too much. You're you're careful, but you're not, you know, but the the churning of the pump, 
Yeah, and, I and mean, reason, so, yeah. Sorry. I just want to say that there's two things I like about what you said. One, mm-hmm. your honesty. Yeah. <laughs> but two, they don't taste oxidized to me. No. So that's what I wanted to ask you about. Yeah, I mean that that heavy that heavy ABV definitely carries a lot of the load for sure, okay. as well as the, the the heavy you know spirit character that the yeah. barrels do bring. Yeah. Um, but just in general, like any barrel aged beer is going to be oxidized to a certain extent. That's kind of the nature of the game. Sure. That's where you know that's why high ABV beers do so well, and. So a centrifugal pump running, like everything else is closed, just the slight little amount of oxygen you might get from that little churn. Yep. Pretty min- minimal. Not, and, not something you, you notice. Know, yeah. We have CO2 head pressure on the tank and everything's going to be fine, you know. Yeah, yeah. We trust the systems that, you know, I, I've i come to believe work. <laughs> Tri clamps yep. and gaskets, they're supposed to be airtight. So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but pump seals fail? So have you ever left one for the weekend oh, and then no. come back on a Monday and been like, hmm, uh, not tanks empty? No, not yet. Usually there's oh, a little bit Beardy. of a... Uh, <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Beardy just jinxed you guys. Now we're screwed. <laughs> um, well, gosh. Yeah, usually... We're going to email you on Monday. <laughs> Beardy. Yeah. yeah, usually we'll start hearing some sort of whizzing or whirring and time to replace those gaskets because yeah, we yeah. do uh, put them through some work for sure. Sure, sure. Now, Garrett, you guys don't have much of a barrel program at Maui, so you're learning about this pretty quick, uh, about what you even, like, what you have in stock here, what you're going to do with it, like, yeah. all of these. Sure. Uh, so, we, we did have a pretty robust barrel program for a while. Okay. Uh, nothing compared to our family here, but, yeah. um, you know, I'd say maybe we had 50 or 60 barrels aging in our, our barrel room. Uh, our barrel room is largely turned over to uh, whiskey barrel aging, so wi- aging spirits. Okay. Uh, we age whiskey and gin. We have some beer, but um, you know, especially I think right going into COVID is when we started bleeding down that inventory. Sure. Sold our bottling lines. We had a Mahine like anyone else, and yeah. we were looking at um, you know going into special release cans, uh, and then COVID you know presented us a different plan. Uh, so we got pretty pretty much rid of all our barrels. Okay. And but this is another great point that this brand fits for the barrel aging a bit more maybe yeah. and where we benefit is having our own barrels that we're creating to then turn over to special projects to do some really cool stuff are you excited about that Kyle getting some barrels straight from absolutely yeah. yes uh, the more barrels we can get the better uh, we actually do have some kupu barrels uh, in-house already that we double barrel aged some mega devil's teeth in nice. um, so which we got to try earlier yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope you guys really enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, so, so that good. spent some time, uh, 15 months in Heaven Hill Barrels, and then made its way to Kupu, and it should be coming up on a later release uh, this year. Okay. I was super impressed with that beer in that it's often those types of beers need carbonation to kind of help balance themselves out, mm-hmm. but I was just shocked at how drinkable that was straight out of the barrel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I could easily work through a tulip of that as is essentially just chill it a little bit it is really funny we have been putting on these behind the barrel events for our league and theory members um where we are pulling nails directly from the barrel and giving it to them and it's funny how often times they say hey can you just bottle this still just like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'd be really into that yeah. that's how i felt about it too and you said no we haven't even add added adjuncts to it yet We're, yeah. it's nowhere yeah. near done yeah yeah but so, it was delicious yeah totally yeah yeah, yeah yeah so i uh, i'm expecting to it to be a pretty amazing beer uh definitely a lot more dessert and pastry forward than what you tasted today mm-hmm. um but we do have some leftover that will go non-adjuncted probably in next year's uh calendar okay. yeah so well, cool. And I was asking you, like, 
you haven't been with the company all that long. I mean, a few years. And I and I yeah. and I wondered because it's such a large barrel program. I mm -hmm. thought, well, they must have brought you in just for that. And that is not what you how you started here. No, no. I actually took a pay cut coming here. I, okay, I yeah. wanted to be at Modern Times. I felt like the brand was really strong. Yeah. I, you know, probably felt similar to Garrett when he purchased it. <laughs> I right. felt the brand was pretty strong. Um, I had the, uh, the luck of starting at a, a barrel aging facility and never have been without barrels in, the, in my career in okay. general. Uh, mostly it was mixed fermentation sours. Um, but then coming here, got the opportunity to learn a lot more about the stouts, and uh, yeah, worked my way up to where I am now, which I'm very you. happy about. <laughs> Congrats! Well, yeah. and you kind of—if I can be honest and, and a little uh, upfront for a minute—like you kind of had to hang in there too, right? Like there must have been some moments where you thought you didn't know where this brand was going to go. For sure, uh, I came on six months before COVID. Okay. Um, so as far as like a lot of the good times, I didn't get to see them yeah. for the most part. Yeah, I'm used yeah. to the the adversity that uh, wow. came is, with modern times. This is times. normal for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's only gotten better for me. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, actually, during COVID was probably some of my funner times because what we ended up doing at that point was actually doing two releases per month. We actually increased the barrel program more so than any because of oh, nice. all of the. Uh, 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 direct so, consumer, yeah, stuff, direct to yeah. consumer sales yeah. uh, instead of any bars going open so we went heavily into the bottles um, okay. so we were actually moving more product than we ever had in the past wow um, so it was a fun time yeah man well, good for you. You're doing good work. This beer yeah. is, is absolutely so delicious. Yeah. 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 Just a candy bar and a glass. Yeah. yeah it absolutely. Really is. It's what is it? 13.6? 13 13 yeah. It eight? looks like it. 13.6. Yeah. yeah. This also, uh, the smallest amount that this beer was aged in was 22 months. Okay. Largest being 34 months. Oh, wow. So anytime within that time span, those five barrels. Sat. What's, what's your oldest barrel over there? Like the longest sitting beer in a barrel? I think right now is close to four and a half to five. Really? But uh, I could be wrong on that. I'd okay. have to double check. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty impressive. And, and most of these if from the barrel program, you're either getting directly over the counter at a Modern Times or if you're a member. Is that about right? Yeah, so draft yeah. and then also the bottle sales go pretty much direct to our membership club, the league or theory. And members. you're still accepting members? That's yep. still, a, yeah? Okay. Uh, right now we're in our mid year membership renewal. So nice. if you guys are interested in the San Diego area or uh, can find a proxy, it would be great for you okay. guys to you know, try and sign up right now. We only offer it two times a year. So you ship it or it, you got to pick it, it up? You gotta uh, we do ship uh, throughout California. Within California. So Northern California uh, folks yeah. can order. Okay. For mm -hmm. an added uh, fee. But uh, yeah, yeah, there is. Uh, opportunities for anybody who wants to try this beer. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, Garrett, you did it again, man. Another smart move. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just following your career, yeah. and, uh, and I'm gonna, you know, when I start making moves, I'm just gonna do what you do. Uh, one Whatever. of these days, well, who knows you'll make a work smart then. move, Justin. Yeah. I know. That's yeah. what I'm right. saying. Eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a slow learner, but at least I have someone to learn from. Yeah. You're moving. We'll see if it gets By get moving, smart. I'm just still driving my RV from point A to point B. Uh, that's me moving. Yeah, right, right now. But you know, and then I envy you like driving around doing uh, podcasts from breweries. That's kind of pretty on cool the four too. Day work week. Yeah, you are still, on the four-day work week. You're still yeah. working toward it. Yeah, you know? totally. That's we can a, trade notes. It's my long-term yeah. vision. Yeah, I think you're gonna be fine. Yeah, that's what's I'll get there. Happen. I'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, I've said it before. Um, next time I come to Maui, I need you to fly me somewhere. Uh, because I want to be in your airplane. Yes. Uh, so I'm gonna bug next you. time I'll make sure I'm, I'm there. Gonna, I'm gonna bug you about that. I'll, well, I'll give you notice. How about that? Uh, yes. That'll probably help. 
Um, and then I, I do want to congratulate you. I, I just think it's awesome. I'm stoked for Modern Times, too. I think you are a good steward of the brand. I do like to make a lot of fun of things on the show and uh, keep it lighthearted, but I think you're a great steward of this brand, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about the future, too, so congratulations. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. I mean, I couldn't be more happy than to have these two families come together and yeah. you know, really leverage what we both do best. So Hell yeah. We do have a, a gift here uh, for you. Oh. This is, this is ah. in true Kelsey form. Oh, we didn't talk about the gift that's already around our neck, too. Oh, oh that's right. That's true. That's true. What is this around my neck, Kelsey? <laughs> it's a traditional Hawaiian tea that you I made. learned on you YouTube when I was living in Haiku and had some downtime out there. <laughs> nice. No electricity. She well. literally was... <laughs> what what like is it made out of? Twisting uh, them together. Tea leaf. Tea leaf? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> yes, thank yeah. you. I love it. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Beardy's new, like, beard holder. Exactly. I can tuck it for when I'm eating. Yeah. <laughs> right. I can just hold it. I'm going to wear it all week. <laughs> it's good for... It's, it's for good fortune oh, and also... You, um, <laughs> yeah. So, this is the... This is the last time we did a... Uh, we we took a picture together in I think 2019 maybe it was. Uh, you each get one of your uh, craft oh, wow. Ohana shirts. And so so folks at home, yeah. I had to dig through all like oh, years and years of Garrett's social media Instagram posts. Yeah, yes. so folks good. at home, the craft Ohana shirt. If you're yeah, listening yeah. to this podcast, is um, it's a shirt with a, a picture of me and Garrett Someone together have one too. inside a heart. With other hearts, and it says Craft Ohana and the Brewing Network. It's my new favorite shirt. I'm never yeah. taking it off. I'm going to wear it all week at the conference. There you go. Craft Ohana it. loves the Brewing I, Network. Right. I'm going to wear it at HomebrewCon all week. Will you, yeah. will you come to HomebrewCon with us at uh, the, the club night on Friday and also all wear our shirts? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This will, is will, ridiculous. Will the lay last until Friday? Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, when, the, when, when Kelsey wanted to do the shirt, she sends me, she sends me like, I was on a plane. So I land and I get like 19 texts basically in a row. I was like, hey, should I do a shirt? Oh, yes. I'm overthinking it. Should I do a shirt? No, I'm going to do a shirt. I you did it. Do, do you shirt. have any pictures? I found some. Don't worry. And it was like all these things. So she had the whole conversation without me. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Well, what I love most about the shirt is that it's the most handsome person in craft beer and the second most handsome person in craft beer on one shirt. I was going to say the most handsome person in craft beer media. Yeah, okay. Well, no. It's two number ones. Don't ask me. Uh, oh, we both get to be number one. Get to both be number one. Everybody gets a trophy. We both get a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I always joke that it's, you know, it's me because I'm a narcissist. You... And David Walker are the, you know, we're the handsomest. David Sam Walker Calagione is a handsome man. is now like a distant fourth. Yeah. Uh, uh, is, is what oh, I've wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Sam. Yeah. Oh. He's a distant That's fourth. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> tough crowd. I don't know. You, you, we should do that on a show next time. Be like, we could rank them. Have, uh, well, but, we should have all of us on one and uh, let the listeners vote. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah I, Slido. I, would, I also yeah. will totally cheat and, and like, yeah, that vote will go however I want it to yeah. go. Yeah. Radio yeah, totally. people aren't known for their good looks, Justin. Yeah. So that's, that's why we did radio. Yeah. That's right. radio. I think it's yeah. better that, that we separate out the actual good-looking people in craft beer <laughs> yeah. and then the communications department. 
Oh my god. Uh, Kelsey, this is my favorite gift in the history of the Brewing Network. I swear Your to god. Favorite I'm not, free t-shirt I'm ever. not joking at all. Uh, this is so amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you. You guys are the best. Can I get mine signed? <laughs> yeah. Kelsey would love to sign your shirt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. No, we could absolutely do that. Oh man. I love the heart though. That's the, the best heart. Yeah. It just makes it we look like an 80s sitcom. It does, doesn't it? It exactly Come does. Yeah. Door. yeah. Right. Perfect strangers. Yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> we got the girls' crop tops. Maybe next year, guys. I might need a couple extra. Oh, geez. Cammy got one too. Yes. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so it's 80s night at Modern. Uh, here, let's yeah. hold them up for uh, one more, uh, one more photo. Uh. <laughs> well, thanks everybody for hanging out with us here at Modern Times. Uh, it's a Blink-182 show tonight, Yeah. Uh, so everyone's on their way to that now. Yes, yes, yeah. enjoy the show. Don't forget to drink uh, MT Pills while you're uh, listening to all the small things. That's what mm-hmm. I'd be doing. It's going to be one hell of a single. What's my age again? Tonight. What's my age again? <laughs> yeah, all the, all the things. Yeah. All right, thank I you. I remember singing, uh, when we were you're talking about this, which was a, what did you call it? It's like a, the, where everybody's going to be singing. Oh, the world's sing-along. largest sing-along. The sing-along. Is about world's largest sing-along. Over there. Yeah. I remember being not 23, thinking that, you know, nobody likes when you're 23. Like, that was old. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a, yeah. <laughs> so that's a long time ago. Now it's a yeah. bunch of 40-year-olds over there singing, nobody likes when you're 23. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But now they mean it. Now yeah. they, actually, yeah. <laughs> they actually mean it. Totally. Well, thanks to our sponsors. Uh, don't forget to go to More Beer, uh, morebeer.com, williamsbrewing.com, 21st Amendment, uh, 21st-Amendment, one of our wonderful sponsors who makes just absolutely great beer. Beersmith Brewing Software. Go to beersmith.com, get your free 21-day trial. And thank you so much to uh, Modern Times for hosting us here. Um, I'm glad you got a home back in San Diego, man. It's, it's great. Cool. Yeah. It's great to be back. Yeah. Keep making good beer. Uh, you're listening to the session. Our next stop is White Labs. We'll be there in just a, about a, 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 a two days. We're doing our Brewing Network 18th anniversary party. Oh, wow. At, um, yes, I'm finally legal-ish. Uh, we're doing a little party at White Labs. Legal for here. what? <laughs> just to smoke, I guess. <laughs> to go to actual jail? Yeah, now I can go to jail. Um, so uh, we're doing our Brewing Network party there, and then, of course, the Homebrew Conference. We've got a bunch of shows that we're going to post from you from the Justin and the Beard Tour, the yeah. Summer Lager Tour. We've oh, yeah. Uh, we even started today with a lager. Every we place did. is brewing great lagers now, right? so it's been pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to be right every now and again. <laughs> 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 what did you say his new tagline is, I told you oh, so? Uh, yeah. uh, the, the, I, told I told you so. Lager. I told you so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I told Craft you so, lager. Right. I fucking told you so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next time here on the session. Take care of yourselves and your beer. Cheers. Aloha. Oh, Kelsey didn't get to do her toast. We call them odes. Normally done from standing on a bar, but that's not safe. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and, uh, and turn it over to Miss Kelsey. All right. <laughs> I'm ready. Guys, I'm so ready for this. Everyone have their drink in their hand, please. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, <clears throat> this is a toast to Justin and Beardy. We're so happy to host you and the infamous RV. <laughs> As pioneers of beer podcasts, every episode you slay, your pop stars to home brewers. Justin's our beer on say. And hopefully we can get JP out of the house someday. <laughs> Now let us drink some good brewskis and have us some fun. 
Sorry, we don't have any pale 31. Uh, uh, <laughs> Let's raise up our glasses and toast these two as we cheers in Hawaiian. Cheers! cheers! <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh, Kelsey, you're amazing. <laughs> well done, Kelsey. Oh, love you guys. Thanks for coming. Mm-hmm.